2: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of the Hearers for Hire podcast. I am joined, as always, by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Hello. Um, Sean, we're doubling up a little bit here, because this is both a Patreon episode, and we are already going to release it this coming Monday for Movie Mondays.
0: Are you saying that there isn't... Any movie news in the last month, Connor, worth talking about?
2: We ran into a bit of a problem with this month's movie news in the fact that I looked, and unless you want to know the fact that they are doing a Murder, She Wrote movie... Other than that, First I couldn't all, find that. First of all, why?
0: There's a million episodes of that already. <laughs>
2: and she's like 10,000 years old. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the,
0: the ancientest woman ever. Like
2: they wheel the coffin in and she solves the crimes? I don't know. As a former lover of Murder, She Wrote. Why am I saying former? Still well, a lover best. of Murder, She Wrote. That I, and I, Touch I, of Frost got you through your teen years. <laughs> I just love old people solving crimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I felt like they weren't strong enough in terms of to carry a month's movie to now The strike is over. So next month's movie news will hopefully be back. We will be jam-packed with movie news. But the Patreons, we are doing our one kind of episode a year where we give everyone a little preview of everything that's coming that goes on over on the patreon if you're missing out we do these every single month where we do a movie review we go back to an old superhero movie and see if it still
0: holds up yeah um, we call it the lazarus pit because that's cool and thematic because of you know marvel comics uh, but, but don't worry if you are thinking i feel a bit shortchanged.
2: this movie review is coming out don't worry our five-year anniversary Patreon live listener hangout is happening oh. in two weeks, on the 14th. It will be happening then, so all our Patreons will be invited into that. And we are also planning on doing a Q&A episode specifically for the Patreon because we're doubling up on this one, just as a thank you to everyone.
0: That's it. And we and it is a, bit, a very big thank you because this uh, live stream is for our five-year anniversary. Uh, Five years of the show And we couldn't do it Without everyone Supporting us Mm. on the Patreon Um,
2: And look If this is just Your regular If you're just listening To this for free Could you give us A like and follow Whatever podcast platform You're listening to this on It would really help us out Um, But That's only if it's Your second episode First episode
0: I mean you're fine You have nothing to do Sit back Relax Enjoy the show Chill out Crack open a cold one It's fine The boys. <laughs> We're the boys in that scenario, by the way. I hope that was clear.
2: Go find some little boys and crack open a cold. Stop. What? Nope.
0: No. No. Dial it back. Dial go it back. find
2: th- in a van. You, you, you go far. find nope. some
0: little boys. Stop. No, it's getting worse. But dig up, stupid.
2: <laughs> Give them candy.
0: Stop. No, you can't do that kind of thing.
2: Um, we are going to be discussing the Amazing Spider-Man Two this month, or this. Yeah, uh, yeah this month actually for both now Just um, yeah, yeah. because this was put in the hat I don't know fucking years ago I think when stage. the hat
0: fucking began this yeah. movie was in it, and we um, dodged it consistently every month since
2: and so we have done the amazing spider-man but that was like three years ago so now the amazing spider-man 2 has come up Sean when was the last time you watched this movie and does it still hold up as the greatest comic
0: book movie ever I think the last time I watched this movie was in the cinema when I watched mm. this movie mm. uh and I remember, weirdly, liking it at the time because it was still like early days superhero hype. Where anything superhero was really, 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 really good. But re-watching it, it's just not good, is it? And I, I, can I just preface as well, I am a massive Spider-Man fan. Yeah. Also, a massive Andrew Garfield as Spider Man fan.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and now, this look, movie sometimes just he's, doesn't hate. Sometimes he's too cool for school, but I also like a cool Spider Man. It's kind of it's a weird dynamic to have. Um, th- yeah, this movie is it is actually incredibly strange because I finished the movie and I was like, ah, there's actually some things I liked about that, and That's then the, the more thing. I wrote them down, the more they felt like cardboard nice things, and then behind them was
0: nothing. Um, the thing about it is is that I think anything good in this movie is attributed to Andrew Garfield slash Emma Stone mm. just being themselves and improvising on set. And to everything to talented. do with the writing and plotting of this film mm is a mess.
2: This movie is completely ruined by studio interference and Mark Webb as director was basically having to do ten different things at once, which never works well. See Iron Man 2 if you don't realise what happens. Um, Pretty tough. Like, it doesn't matter how good you are. If the studio's like, we want this, this, and this, and you're like, well, I don't really vibe with what you're putting out there, but I have to do it anyway because you pay me. So yeah. then you always end up with this weird amalgamation of several different things. now the thing
0: is, there, there is a good movie in there somewhere. It's yeah, just no, buried under layers was, and layers of bullshit. I
2: was watching this, right, and I was like, it's like a weird pizza, right, that has like... Like, all of the topics. Like, like you've ordered a pizza, but they've said, what do you want? And you've said everything.
0: You've ticked every box, yeah. You've
2: ticked every box. Now, all of those ingredients individually, nice, would be a nice pizza. Maybe one or two of them, good combination. All 17 on the one pizza, it's going to taste fucking weird and you're going to be like, this is a lot
0: for it's this one. It's too much thing. and you can't focus on any one thing that's good on its own.
2: Like, like there's, there's about five different storylines that make a good movie. Maybe not the fucking weird spider conspiracy one. But yeah. other ones make a good film, but none of them gel together. The editing is all
0: over the place. The pacing is all over the place. Um, yeah. The the, I, the tone is fairly consistent throughout, I would say. For the time, CGI is really, really good and actually oh, holds up. The,
2: the one thing you cannot take away from this movie... Now look, we're going to cover a lot of positives and negatives over the next little yeah. while. Just kind of covering some scenes that we liked and some things that stood out. But the one thing I'm going to come in straight away, for any people who don't like this movie, there's nobody that can say this movie doesn't look fucking beautiful when Spider-Man is in that suit.
0: It, oh, this is, and I've said this before, this is the best or my favorite live action Spider-Man suit that we've it, ever had. It's
2: this or No Way Home last five minutes end. in the snow.
0: Yeah, the handmade, homemade suit. Yeah. Yeah. Wh- and I, I, honestly, it's a toss up, but I think this one feels like it's, and I hate Saying this But feels like it's ripped Straight out of the comics Connor Like he's <laughs> He's got the big eyes It's like It's like Skin tight But not like It wrinkles and folds And stuff no, like that like the that.
2: wrinkles At the back When he's like Falling at the very first scene And yeah, Now that,
0: look Oh the swinging Is
2: oh The uh, Like The main problem with this movie is that, you know, all those cool things that we just said, and we're probably going to cover a few more cool things, is that every single one of them was seen in all of the trailers before the movie even came out. Because this movie has this weird thing, right, where the first one was, it wasn't loved, but it wasn't hated. It was kind of just, that was okay. That That wasn't
0: bad, I mean it wasn't great but it wasn't the uh, sensation that like the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man film yeah was.
2: and so what they kind of the Sony went away and they were like right what we need first of all Marvel are killing it with this fucking big universe so we're yeah. going to set up our own universe first need and foremost need of world. those And secondly, what we need is like a follow up movie. And I think they were going for like the Dark Knight kind of style that they were like, we want the second movie to be the best movie of all time. And they were like, we're going to follow this up as a movie that people are going to talk about with the death of Gwen Stacy. We're going to have so many cool things in this film for all the Spidey fans. Where it falls down is they both wanted to like do their own movie. But then they also wanted to cater to everyone and what everyone wanted simultaneously with the movie. And when you cater to every single person's dumb idea, because let's be honest, for any, most complaints, like we're all kind of idiots. And also yeah. what I like might not be what you like and vice versa. So when you try and do what everyone likes you end up pleasing nobody. And it's kind of this weird thing where it's like everything but it's nothing in the one movie.
0: That, yeah, that's the thing. It's like they looked back on successful comic book movies from like the 2000s onwards, wrote every element of them on a whiteboard, and then anytime there was a question or a problem in the script that needed a solution, they would pull from that whiteboard mm. to do it. So they yeah. have like iconic comic book moments. And it's like, okay, Death of Gwen Stacy... Probably one of the most famous Spider-Man stories of all time. Surely that will draw in a crowd, but we would need the Green Goblin. Oh, he's just Peter's friend who's never shown up before or ever been talked about.
2: <laughs> and I think the trailers, what I was touching on, in just in terms of, like, when they went so hard in trying to please everyone, you can see it in the trailers. Now, the big thing with the trailers in this film is that there's 40 minutes of footage that went out before this movie went out. Yeah. And I think it's, like, a desperate fucking plea of, like, "This, come see the movie. Cut, look, look at all these things that are in the movie come see this movie this is the biggest movie of all time
0: like come see the rest of it like like the rest
2: of it is so good and they were like putting all of the good bits into every single trailer to be like you gotta come see this movie like they showed the first scene when he's falling out of the sky they showed the very last scene they showed everything in between basically they showed scenes that aren't even in the movie (laughs) in the the trailer like of different plot lines that didn't
0: happen oh the amount of cut content from this movie as well is insane like (laughs) because spoilers it it might come up later there's a cut scene where peter's dad is still alive at the end of this yeah like he comes to gwen stacy's grave and tries to talk to peter it's fucking weird
2: there are so many like there's a whole big fucking FBI conspiracy or following Peter Parker scenes that are going on. That that, so that's cut, but in the trailers, if you go back and watch it, is still in the trailers. That's so to me. It's it's absolutely insane, right? So Mark Webb was clearly like he was making five movies at once and the studio were trying to get him to make the other four and he wasn't allowed to make the one he wanted, I assume. Because Mark Webb the, I think is
0: talented. I think he is a talented director, yeah, yeah. I like I, do you think think there was mark webb was like hey we have all these spider or sorry uh the sony was like we have all these spider-man movies that we want to do mark webb came up with ideas for a bunch of separate movies <laughs> and then they were like no 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 no, we want you to do one and then just put all of it in it'll be fine and then we can like just set it all up we just need yeah. it all set up and and just have all of the iconic villains come out of a basement in Oscorp. That'll be fine. Do you
2: know, the, the biggest um the biggest side of that is the fact that right, so at the end of the movie now look, this yeah. is all spoilers. The movie came out in twenty fourteen. But at the end of the movie, Dane the Hans Green Goblin is there, right? He's evil. Yeah. He's all evil now. The right? Lincoln
0: Park Green and, Goblin, yeah.
2: And, and he's trying to kill Peter well, he's trying to kill Spider Man. And then it's implied that he knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. Just because Peter Parker once said to him, I think Spider-Man's a good guy. And then, but they're in a, they're having a conversation about something that didn't actually happen in the movie. It's a deleted scene from a previous scene that they've both had, but they forgot to edit it in. So Yeah, because
0: he wants Spider-Man's blood, isn't it? And yeah, so, so
2: he wants Spider-Man's blood to... Okay, when we describe this plot, you're going to think we're insane. So, Dane the Han is dying. Crippling degenerative illness. Norman Osborn uh, is about 60 years old. And he dies of this mysterious disease. Yeah. And he tells his son, Harry, you have this disease. Now, Harry's only about 21. If your father lived to about 60 with the weird disease, you would take well, look... I've got a few extra years I've left.
0: have got some time to sort this <laughs> out, haven't he I? He
2: immediately goes into, I'm going to die tomorrow mode and and goes crazy. Um, but at the same time, you have Peter Parker as Spider-Man who finds out that his dad is the one who came up with the spider who bites him <laughs> and gives Sorry. him superpowers.
0: We need to take a step back because the way mm. Peter finds this out is that he, in frustration, throws his father's calculator at a wall and it breaks open, revealing <laughs> so, hundreds of subway tokens hidden inside. There's a mysterious underground train. There's a, he, pu- he goes to an abandoned New York City subway stop, yeah. puts one of these coins in, and a train car... <laughs> Lifts itself out of yeah. the ground, and it's a fully fitted in laboratory. Like a national
2: treasure, kind of fucking storyline. Yeah, but where? How did any of that come about? No, let me vibe for. Let me go for a minute now, Sean, because I have going. to tell you Peter Wrong Parker's dad's plan. So, what? What's his? What's his name? What's Peter Parker's dad's name? In this,
0: uh, the it's not. What the it's, fuck is his name? Ben, what the fuck is it's mother's mary uh <laughs>
2: Richard, Richard Parker. Richard. So Richard Parker, right, he's working with Norman Osborne and they're trying to find a cure for Norman's disease. Now, Norman, in this flashback, is 25. Remember, he lives for another about 35 years, to be yes. honest. <laughs> like, honestly, like, it's not
0: great, like, but it's pretty good for a degenerate disease. It's a good disease. innings, like,
2: <laughs> especially for a man who clearly has some weird disease for many of the yeah. years. Um, but, look, they're working together to find a cure for Norman's weird disease, and then Richard comes up with this weird spider who's got cure everyone, but for somehow he he doesn't give it to Norman because he thinks Norman's gonna give it to some weird third a different like country who's gonna use it for like dangerous means. Now it's never said which country, but yeah, like, but let's it's, just. For- they look, want to give it to China or Russia. or It's just vague. It's vaguely there's another country that will do yeah, it. stuff. Yeah, look, pick
0: any war that was going on at the time. He wants to <laughs> give it to them, essentially.
2: He wants to give it to the lads in Vietnam, right? Yeah. And so the, he wants to give it to them. And Richard's plan is that he somehow changes the spider's weird radioactive DNA so that the only person... The only people that the, if this spider bites, the spider will give them healing is the Parkers and his bloodline in particular. So if yeah. anyone else has it or gets bitten by the spider, they just turn
0: into a weird monster. It, it, it Yes, <laughs> Which but also Richard Parker only has one son at the time. So like he's clearly like, no, it'll only put my son Peter in danger. That will be fine. Which-
2: Which is even dumber, because when you think of the first movie, what are the odds that Peter randomly ends ends up in that one room in all of the world that has the one spider that can only bite him and give him
0: superpowers? This is the thing, because this is my least favourite thing that they do with Spider-Man, and they do it in the comics as well, is where Peter Parker is destined to become Spider-Man. Makes it so much dumber. It's so much dumber. The reason Spider-Man works as a character is because he was a random kid who happened to be nice who got bit. Mm. That's it. Like, yeah. that's the only reason he's a hero. And, and it you're, also you're, gives you're meant to empathise with him and be like, oh, that could be me. He could be anyone.
2: But, like, you do really... Like, the fact that it is random... Gives him so much great greater character when it comes to with great power comes great responsibility. If he's just a fucking average Joe gets these powers and it has to be like now I have to use them for good. It makes that way more like powerful as yeah. an idea rather than just you were always destined to be the greatest hero New York has ever seen.
0: There and like it and there's a moment I forget the comic run, but it's Peter. And I think he's talking to Miles Morales and like it's Miles Morales is like early days of Spider-Manning at this point. And they're on the back foot. Everything's against them. And it's Peter and Miles just having a minute talking. And Peter says to Miles, I'm going to give you something I didn't get, which is I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want to fight? You don't have to. Mm. Whereas Peter, his whole thing is just like, no, I have these powers. I have to do it. Because he feels guilt and burden and all that kind of stuff. But if that's just like, oh, he was always going to become a superhero anyway. He's just his dad to be special. And,
2: and his dad basically made a weird fucking
0: radioactive spider to bite him and him alone. And a huge thing as well is that, like, the spider stuff was a random thing that happened. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't It wasn't crafted to specifically work with one human. It just, it's never worked since. There's never been another successful spider bite from Oscorp. <laughs> like,
2: and I just, that whole storyline is so terrible that it makes the movie, like, it loses so many points
0: if you're going to yeah. do, like, a weird
2: raid If you take system.
0: all of that out, this is a... F- like a 6 out of 10 Spider-Man Like it's
2: it's absolutely fine as a movie without any of that fucking dumb shit it's like it's watchable and also it's much shorter because it's 2 hours and 20 minutes but it feels about 3 hours long and it is a
0: slog like, there's
2: a whole scene where Aunt May is in the emergency room and there's, like, a whole subplot where she's, like, in charge and I'm, like, yeah. cool, but this movie is,
0: feels so long. <laughs> I don't know why it? they didn't go, like, the homeless shelter route that they usually go with Aunt May with that one. Like, Seems
2: nicer, but also don't include it. Included. <laughs>
0: there's Yeah, there's no reason for any of that, to be honest. Um, it doesn't come up later on. <laughs> no, and, like, it just keeps cutting away from, like, Oh, Gwen Stacy's about to fucking die, and we all see <laughs> that coming away. Gwen Stacy's falling,
2: and it cuts back to Sally Field, like, oh, the electricity's back.
0: Sally <laughs> Fields kills it, by the way. So, like, just really good as Aunt May. Oh,
2: look, um, the the movie is carried by the performances of these people in the movie. So, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone are obviously, they are like 10 out of 10 in a movie that is about 3 out of 10 around them and they, like, raise everything up. This yeah. movie, with any other two leads, I don't think works as well. Um, and unless you have Zadea and Tom, maybe. Even but, like, still,
0: I don't know if they could do the kind of stuff that... Uh that Garfield and Emma Stone are doing.
2: And, like, it's all improv. Once you find out the fact that they basically just said action and these two people were already in a relationship and their yeah. chemistry was so strong that they just were like, ah, fuck, let's just have a chat. Let's and it's genuinely it, like. the most lovable conversations you've ever seen.
0: And, like, that's why, like, the, the whole... the. the 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 Gwen Stacy dying thing happens about 10 minutes after they introduce Harry Osborn as the Green Goblin. Yeah, that's a real dub. The only reason it has any weight is because the chemistry between Gwen and Peter in this movie is so strong. That's the only reason we would care about her.
2: Like yeah, yes. without without those two doing that performance in the previous movie and in this movie, her dying to just a ten minute cameo from Green Goblin because he has to be the one that kills her. Yeah. Like it's so bad that like, but when he fought, when she falls and Andrew Garfield lands and picks her up, like it hits you because of what they've done previously.
0: Yeah, and I I also feel like it like this is something we do occasionally, which is where we suggest how this could be better. This movie is better if you take Green Goblin out of it, I think, like, categorically. Mm. It's improved. I think if you had, and if you treated, we'll get to it more, but if you treated Electro like a serious character in this, right, he should be the one to kill Gwen Stacy. Deviate from the comics that bit, and then when he does, or, like, when he gets to that fucking power grid, that's when you get, like, the green and yellow Electro. Because he gets Mm. more power... And then he looks like comic Electro, and then he's the one to kill Gwen Stacy, and now he's a threat, and Peter has to deal with Peter. I want Peter to actually kill him, like actually, like
2: all I kept thinking, by the way, watching the end of this movie is is no way home. And like Andrew Garfield's performance in that when he's just like, I stop I pulling rageful. my punches.
0: That's I the just, best <laughs> Spider-Man live-action line it's there's so ever good. been. It's so good.
2: And like the way he catches Zendaya and he just has that look without saying anything, and he's just yeah. like, I caught her. Like it. That those two scenes alone, in like ten years later, make the ending of this more powerful. But it's tough to not bring it's, in that baggage because I'm trying to watch this as just
0: a movie itself yeah would you like it sorry if this movie turns it around like becomes hopeful at the end right yeah i wish it didn't
2: i i don't i don't mind the ending but and i think it's fine i do think you could have ended on him just picking up the fucking mask
0: yeah that would have been fine like there's a or just like I would love to see the bit where, because there's that bit where it's like cycling through the seasons and he's standing at the grave, which is fucking yeah. beautiful, by the way. That's great uh, stuff. I would love if it at like one of them, like he put he walks away and he has the mask in his hand, but it's not like a heroic moment. It's like, oh fuck, this dude is damaged.
2: Yeah, like I I think it's a difficult one because once you do the Gwen Stacy death, they wanted the happy ending. Yeah, and there's no real way to come back from Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy dying in an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. Like at that point, the movie, the audience are like, "Oh, fifty percent of the only people we liked in this movie are dead, and I'm sad."
0: Yeah, like it's. I, I don't think I don't, like. It's just kind of like the movie's telling you, "Hey, f- cheer up." you yeah. like be happy we and it doesn't leave.
2: really work that way now look um, I wanted to also give a shout out to uh, Sally Field because yeah. um, obviously Sally Field is like just fucking excellent just as an actress herself but her and Andrea Garfield their scenes together in this movie belong in a so better does. movie
0: yeah, and like any scenes of the actors just interacting with each other, fantastic.
2: Yeah, like the Garfield plot, with Sally Field and Garfield with Emma Stone are just the, like anytime those
0: people are on screen, you're like, I'm completely in. Let's do yeah. this. The bit where like she's looking at his fucking serial killer wall that yeah! he has set up, and he's just like, I'm your, I'm your nephew. You're my aunt. <laughs> like
2: and she's like full on in tears and and he's like i love is. you like you're my person i love you and she's like and Sally Field is fucking acting this shit out of it even though she might not even remember being in this movie she but might she's hate so these movies, good okay. that even on autopilot that woman is killing it
0: the and the bit as well where he's like covered in dirt <laughs> he's just like oh i was cleaning the chimney <laughs> like,
2: and she's like we don't have a chimney <laughs> It's just something like I mean, look, she knows he's Spider-Man. We yeah. we know that she knows that he's Spider-Man. But, like, she's also given him a space to be like, go off and do your thing.
0: That's one of my favourite tropes as well, is where Aunt May basically knows the entire time. Like, and, like, the end she, she knows. Yeah. At, the, at like, the end,
2: she's basically telling him, like, you need to get it back out there. Yeah. And, like, I, need, and there's people in
0: danger. Paul Giamatti is causing some havoc on the streets.
2: I'm going to say it's so controversial. Go for it. I like Paul Giamatti in this I movie. I like
0: Paul Giamatti in this movie as well. I think he's great. <laughs> I think he's a bit of a laugh. <laughs> I think in this world, that's the perfect way to do Rhino.
2: <laughs> like, I think Paul Giamatti, I think a lot of people are shitting on that, but I think it's just fun. You know what I mean? And like... Yeah. I don't think Dane the needs to be there, but if you just had Giamatti and Jamie Foxx, and Giamatti starts the movie just as the lame villain that Spider-Man puts away and then Jamie Foxx comes in as the more threatening villain, I think that works a lot better. It's very Spider-Man comic booky as well, that <clears throat> he starts the comic and then he like solves a minor criminal and then he's like, Oh fuck, Green Goblins is trying to destroy all of New York. Better solve that.
0: Again, like one thing that the first movie did that I also love in this is Peter Parker figuring out how to stop Electro. Like, he's doing experiments in his fucking shed on his webs. And like he's and,
2: and he doesn't figure it out. Uh, Gwen Stacy finally figured... Because yeah. they're such a good team. They're, they're best friends and who are, like, geniuses. And so he's like, I'm trying to figure it out. I couldn't quite get it. And she just says one thing and he's like, that's fucking brilliant. Yes, that's, it. that's, that's exactly it.
0: Yeah, and, like, a- another great scene... When Electro, well, not when Electro born, certainly not. But when in, is it? That's Time a really Square? terrible scene. <laughs> it's terrible, it's horrendous. But Times Square where everyone's on the steps and the electricity is yes. coming on the way up, and he's like, and Peter's like, "Oh no, this is gonna, this is gonna be bad." And he just yeah. wipes everyone. Oh, it's so cool.
2: Like no, there, the scene in yeah, in Times Square, he lands, and what I really love about that scene is he has the glance back at the at the stair railing. Yeah. Like, you can see he's already looking at the people. Now, it doesn't happen. The action doesn't happen for, like, maybe another five minutes. They have a full conversation. But he has that moment where he's like, okay, this guy's electric. His electricity is, like, flowing out of him. And then he looks behind him, and he realizes there's, like, fucking metal poles sticking into the ground, and people are holding onto it on the and stairs. And he's like, and that's yeah. danger. That's really bad. We need to get them out of here. So that he starts having a conversation. I also... I kind of like the story of Jamie Foxx's Max being like just insane. I know a lot of people don't like it. I don't mind it. I think it could have worked.
0: I'm, I'm not mad about how it was executed. Like, I, like no. I, I'm not a big fan of that. I think it's he's comically his social skills are comically underdeveloped at the start. Yeah, I I think they went too far
2: the other way. I think it would have worked a lot better if it was a lot more subtle. And and it was just maybe some guy who, like, I kept thinking of, like, the Joker or whatever, like, just one bad day kind of thing. Like, I just think you need a situation where he's just a guy that he's not, like, incredibly to just give Jamie Foxx the weird fucking comb over and he just is, like, this absolute, like, he's the just a guy truth. that goes like, it's, he goes about his day and they rob his blue uh, his blueprint plans for the fucking electricity and, like, you have all these scenes you don't need to make him that much of a joke that no, early on. Like, he's just
0: death could, by a thousand cuts, like
2: yeah, like he could look like Jamie Fox, just Jamie Fox. But like you have the moment where nobody talks to him, and then Spider Man remembers his name. And is like, oh, Max, you're so cool. It works a lot better. It's actually a lot more sinister done that way. That you're yeah. like, I mean, like you're, you're, There's nothing wrong with you. Like, there's not, there's nothing. You're just a random dude that he's just kind of shy, and he he wants people to talk to him.
0: Yeah, he he's just been like, he, like. It's it's somehow more scary if he's like that because he's he's already he's competent you know he's not just a lunatic he's yeah like, he's holding down he's a very good job he's a very good scientist but yeah. he just has a has one bad day and then completely I, turns. I wouldn't
2: include the the bit I I really like. Uh, the bit when he calls into the radio show, I don't like the bit when he, he cuts to his apartment, and he's like having a fucking full on conversation no, like a crazy person.
0: That's dumb. With, I like that he has all the Spider-Man stuff around. That's cool. Yeah, Like that's that, that's all you need for that. But
2: imagine either he looks like, or like anyone, right? I'm just going to pick a different actor. Like John Hamm, right? John, yeah. Mad Men's John Hamm. Like he's slicked out with the suit and he's got the hair. But... He has all the posters of Spider Man up. Like imagine that scene. Yeah. Wouldn't it be terrifying if
0: Patrick Bateman loves yeah! Spider Man?
2: That's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of pa- Christian Bale yeah. and Patrick Bateman. Like and he just loves Spider Man.
0: Yeah. And then he finds out Spider Man isn't his best friend.
2: Yeah, like he didn't turn up to his birthday thing.
0: Yeah. Like that's scarier to me than Oh, look at him! He's all goofy, and now he's fell into a vat of electric eels. Oh my
2: god! Wouldn't it be great if everyone did talk to him? But he was just like, like he, you know, like the birthday party thing where he comes up to think, oh, there's lots of people coming, yeah. and he's like having this weird conversation with Gwen Stacy in an elevator. It doesn't really need to happen. She seems to be all the villains in the elevator. I don't know what it's that's about. It's odd one. But um, like he has that series, card. There's loads of people coming. There's a VIP list and all for the party. What if that actually was true? Like, he looked like Jamie Foxx and he had a VIP parry and loads of people turned up. Oh, but he's I, like, nobody likes me.
0: That's, and then it's like, if he has a fully fulfilling life, but yeah. he's just not happy because he's not Spider-Man's best friend. Yeah, like, like that'd that
2: be so much fucking scarier.
0: Yeah, and that's more of a like ca- character flaw as a villain. Like he just he's ne- he's never going to be happy. He's never going to be satisfied. It'll never. Yeah, be Yeah, he enough. keeps
2: thinking like if I get that one thing, I'll be happy. And now his new one thing is if well if I become Spider Man's best friend,
0: yeah. I'll be happy. And even then, when he becomes like the villain, he's always looking for more power, more electricity. That's why he goes to the grid. Yeah. So that is his undoing in the end,
2: because he wants more fame.
0: Yeah. Cause he wants everyone to notice him. Everyone. Uh, oh man. Oh, what just, are we doing there? Also, I, just, I don't like the blue electro. I think it's a dumb design.
2: I yeah, get why what not they were going him,
0: for. It's just worse Dr. Manhattan.
2: Why not just give him green and yellow electricity? I don't know.
0: Like it was, it, I guess because blue light in the sky was the superhero thing. Like, that's what, what's in the movies. Also, dubstep powers. How do we feel about that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I do like it in Times Square when you could hear all the people in the music like insulting him.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good.
2: That's in the dubstep and it builds. And Hans Zimmer does the music, by the way, for this oh, music. Oh yeah, Hans Zimmer does killer in this. So like he it's it's one of those really cool things where like you can hear all the people insulting him, and then it's it's like building in his head. The music gets, keeps getting louder and louder. The dubstep itself I don't know. It's. I mean, it's
0: fine. Yeah, I've never, I've never been a dubstep fan. I will say so.
2: (laughs) Maybe in a dubstep scenario, but like, I just, I don't really understand what it's doing here. Speaking of weird musical cues, did you like the bit (laughs) Peter's trying to solve that? The whole um, fucking his dad's mystery thing and that. Yeah, the the song came on from Philip Phillips.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah. That What's is that a weirdo. Doing there? <laughs> I don't know. Is are they friends with Philip Phillips? Like, is that a, a link that they have? It
2: just does not suit that scene whatsoever. Also that whole scene is dumb because it has t- basically take anything to do Richard Parker in this movie and take it away because it's the worst thing either of us have ever seen in a Spider-Man movie yeah. um, and we're just going to have to review the rest of it but just know that those scenes are in it and we had to watch them but they're all real bad and um, there's even a scene where like Peter Parker gets his web slinger like electric- electrocuted by Electro after yeah. that fight and then he goes home and he's like oh man my electric my, my shoers are fucking they're electrocuted they don't work anymore and then he immediately is like, "Well, now trying to solve the mystery of the briefcase—that's the next
0: thing." And I'm like, "What?
2: What? You're What's just moving matter? plots. That's a different
0: story." It's yeah, it's and it feels like a story for another movie. Like the whole Richard Parker, what happened to my parents? Let's investigate this conspiracy. Mm. All of that can come in the Amazing Spider-Man three. But let's just focus on the fact that this movie is about to kill Gwen Stacy. That's, like, the main thing that this movie should be about, I feel.
2: <laughs> I hate when they concentrate on either Bruce Wayne's parents or they concentrate on Pierre. Just, why? Just They don't matter. It don't, they were dead for a reason. They don't have to be involved in a weird conspiracy. Just yeah, let th- them die.
0: Honestly, the reason most, like comic book characters and especially like Disney characters have dead parents is that there's you don't have to wonder oh are their parents not worrying about them Mm. that's 90% of the reason it's just that just get them out of the picture
2: like I really hate whenever they do that in a Batman comic where they're like oh Marta Maybe she was into some fucking weird shit. Or like, yeah, and, like they did that in the Batman a little bit. And that was the only scenes that I was like, this is dumb. And then they did the big whirlwind where they're like, he definitely did so. But then Alfred's like, he definitely didn't. He's a stand up guy. So we're back to square one. And I, I was guess like, it'll
0: never remain. It'll remain unanswered forever. <laughs> and I'm like, that's say?
2: fine. But like, I, like what changes? I, like? It just doesn't, it just doesn't, In it doesn't add anything to anybody's story. In fact, it's incredibly boring as a concept to just do that. I would rather know what Peter Parker's doing and Gwen's doing and have that storyline. The the day-in-the-hand stuff, Green Goblin, the start of this movie is the big flashback where his dad and his mother trying to fly out of the country and leave him there. All incredibly boring. Makes no sense. But um, they also had a deleted scene of... Peter and Harry, when they were young, at his parents' funeral, and they deleted it from the movie. Why? Now, if you're going to do the bit where they meet up later on, and we've never seen Dan the Hand before, no. and Peter's like, my old best pal Harry, he's after coming in through the door. We used to be besties, didn't we? Surely, just have the scene. Don't include anything to do with the fucking Parkers at the start. Just no. start at their funeral, if you want to do a flashback, have the two of them be young and be friends and introduce them that way. That way, later on, when he comes back, you're like, oh, well, he actually was there during a difficult time in Peter's life. They actually yeah. were friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's evidence that this man existed before he walked on screen. Like.
2: <laughs> their first scene together... They do a lot of work to try and build a bridge that doesn't exist. And those two are trying to, they are pushing it as actors. Yeah. Like, that script doesn't deserve the performances that they're given to be like, ah, oh, there he is, my old pal. And you're kind of like, there's a moment where I was like, Maybe they do, like, maybe they are old friends, but that's just pure performance, that's yeah, not do a like, story. Yeah, they're just, like,
0: real in the end, but there's no evidence that they actually know or like each other. He was never mentioned in the first movie. No. Like, not even an offhand, like, oh, since Harry went to Europe or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And also, then Harry just goes insane about halfway through the movie. Yeah, he does the classic villain turns insane in the second act for no reason.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm, there's also the big conspiracy where those people are taking photos of Harry and Peter at the, at the beach
0: it's again, well, like none of that matters none of that amounts to anything <laughs> no, it's all just a waste of time it's so dumb like
2: <laughs> I'm going to talk about, look there's a lot of negatives we've thrown on you, Yeah, I'm going to talk about the major positive of this movie top 5 Spider-Man montages at the start of this film, when he's doing, he's stopping, first of all, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I love that scene when it goes slow motion and he flies through the bus and he's stopping and he's like saving everyone at Quipping the exact the same whole time.
0: time, but like good it's, Spider-Man quips.
2: It's incredible Spider-Man content. I love Spider-Man doing stuff that like is like a comic book that's like in live action. That's what it should be like.
0: I was like, this is great. And I like that it's effortless for him as well yeah. like he, he's not even trying in most of this and,
2: and I I'm a stick I'm a sucker for Spider-Man's late to his graduation because oh, he's solving yeah. crimes I mean it's it's classic Spider-Man yeah. Um, but then I also love the montage of him just loving being Spider-Man like solving crimes and just going about and then the bit when he's sick in the shop yeah. and he's just like he has a cold and he's still Spider-Man that is fucking great stuff I was like this movie's really fun that's in the by the way this is the first five minutes like
0: and i was like this is
2: i'm having a great time
0: that feels like maybe the first week of shooting they did a lot of that stuff and like everyone still had a bit of joy in their first
2: life. five i was like this movie's a lot better than i remember this is, i'm having an absolute laugh here
0: Better than I gave it credit for, but no, yeah. it swiftly goes downhill. Oh,
2: it goes off the rails fairly quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I I love Spider Man with a cold solving crimes. I'm, I just think that's. I think it's
0: very nice. That's like Spider Man animated level stuff. It was just like, here's a weird situation that he's in for a bit. And he
2: just has to try and solve um, it. I think we need to touch on the Sinister Six. <laughs> at some point. Do we, though? Do we? <laughs> um. Sean, what do you think of the Sinister Six being big villains for the Amazing Spider Man 3? It's oh, coming up soon.
0: Look, how is he gonna defeat all of those men
2: wearing backpacks? Like I like how no, I like how Harry Osborn's suit is number seven, because he's not in the Sinister Six. That's good.
0: That's it, yeah, yeah. They just had six other ones lying around. They decided seven, yeah, yeah. that's the perfect amount <laughs> to stop at. The the Rhino suit as well is one was in the Oscorp and was stolen, wasn't that it? Uh yes. It yeah. steals that J. And then who else is in that basement? You have Doc Ock and Falcon. I know that much. You've, um,
2: oh, you've Doc Ock, Falcon. Oh, man. It's like a who's who. of And Rhino as well. Rhino's in the basement as well until they break him out.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so there's, uh, there's apparently a Craven thing there. Um, a Mysterio suit. They they listed as Green Goblin, Rhino, Doc Ock, Craven the Hunter, Vulture, and Mysterio.
2: But Green Goblin Sue is number seven, so there is a one that's missing. Who could that possibly Who be? Who could it be? It's a mystery upon a mystery. Um, it's all terrible. All of these life's problems start and end in Oscorp, in all of these movies. Oscorp is the centre of all
0: plots um, in these films. Yeah, And... <laughs> makes, makes, no, just, makes no earthly sense. Also, uh, in terms of powers and skills for the Sinister Six in this movie, it just says weaponry, strength individual abilities
2: <laughs> good um, I want to talk about uh, two other scenes I like I like when that uh, Sinister 6 by the way is just terrible Just they, they they, tried to set up a new movie They Iron Man
0: 2 it you, They, they are to, but also like not even in in a worse way somehow yeah, because it's, it's worse. just like here here's the tease here's what you were waiting for enjoy it yeah. you pricks
2: but nobody wanted it just give me a good movie now
0: although weirdly I've come back around and if Sony today announced hey we're doing a Sinister Six movie and we're going to dig out the basement of Oscorp and find all of these I would watch the yeah, shit yeah but that's just
2: it. you being a sicko I mean in <laughs> general when you're doing this movie just be nice and just do a good movie that doesn't involve well what's coming down the line because you don't know Sony do you because then you have you a whole email leak and there's a whole problem in 2015 and then you got some prompts ah uh, the Ant May super spy
0: movie movie of course yes that was going indeed. to come out
2: uh, two things I like I love when Spider-Man saves that kid with the wind turbine yeah that's great uh, and he's
0: the kid at the end that's, yeah, and that's some of the best Spider-Man stuff. Like, that's what he is, is that he inspires people.
2: And not like, only does he save them from bullies, he turns around he's like, this is a wind turbine? That's so cool. Oh, my yeah. God. And then he, like, fixes it for him. He's like, you're going to do great. I'm going to walk you home. I'm like, this is Spider-Man content. This I is love friendly this
0: neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. I like, um, just and then a, line,
2: a line that really made me laugh was uh, BJ Novak <laughs> coming from The Office. Yeah. He's just a general dickhead in this. Um, and he's talking to Jamie Foxx's uh, just before he turns into Electro, and he's like, Oh, we're going to take all your rights to all your new plans. Ha 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 ha. Isn't that a right laugh? And then he's like, Oh, I'm Spider Man. And mm. Jamie Foxx's and Max just runs up to him and he's like, you're not Spider-Man. Now, it's meant to be crazy, but the next line made me laugh when he goes, he's a Leo, you're a Sagittarius, you're not Spider-Man. <laughs> I was
0: like, that's such a dumb line, but I like I'd it. put money on that being Jamie Foxx just saying that.
2: <laughs> that's definitely an improv, but it made me giggle. I was like, that's actually really funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the um, Also, in the there's a couple of other like threads that will never be resolved in that. Black Cat is in this movie. Um, yeah she's uh, Harry's assistant Yeah Felicity And yes. you have Dr. Michael Morbius Is mentioned on a computer as well
2: In the world's most confusing computer interface it Makes yes. no
0: sense It's built into makes a sense. desk It's not laid out right
2: <laughs> And you have to put like a weird fucking cube Into a certain part of the desk To make the computer turn on
0: Yeah what's what, that's Is that not how we record this show? <laughs>
2: Is that what your laptop looks
0: like? Yeah, yeah. I I custom built (laughs) it after I saw this. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm sorry, I'm still on the, this is a great uh, website if anyone hasn't looked at it. It's called the Unpublished Villains Wiki. Um, And so Dr. Octopus in these movies was going to be played by either Russell Crowe or Christoph Waltz. Uh, and Vulture was going to be Matthew motherfucking McConaughey
2: no it wasn't
0: it it never
2: there's no way Matthew said yes what they're saying what they're doing there is a Sony exec said we were looking at Matthew McConaughey that's all that news is
0: Zachary Quinto was going to be Mysterio (laughs) I mean, he has the eyebrows first. He does. It's mainly eyebrow acting. It's
2: mainly eyebrows. Um, He's the only man who looks like Spock in the whole world. So (laughs) they should
0: cast him. Oh wait.
2: Oh wait. Um, I do want to ask you: How do you feel about all of the breakups and get-back-togethers of Gwen and Peter?
0: It's a lot, isn't it? Because they end the last movie broken up and promise to be broken up forever, and then they smile at each other. And then they're back and then they're broken up because he has to keep a promise and he keeps seeing her dead dad as a ghost or an imagination
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's that's how it works, yeah. Yeah. That storyline, once again, with any other two leads...
0: Who oh, boys, is that hanging on by a fucking tread? True, but the resolution when they're on top of the bridge is nice. And he's like, no, I'm, it's always you. I'm, it's always going to be you. Yeah, Nothing's ever going to happen to you, baby. We're going to be together forever. <laughs> and he looks at
2: the camera two thumbs up. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen to you, baby girl. Roll
0: credits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, to go fight Electro... <laughs> i uh also i wanted to touch on that day in the hand spider-man thing when he finds out that he's spider-man yeah that really is quite possibly the stupidest fucking scene in the movie right and there's a lot of dumb ones because he how he finds out peter spider-man is because peter says oh spider-man's good for the community right yeah and that's how he figures it out not the fact that he looks to his left and fucking Gwen Stacy is standing over there and he knows Gwen Stacy's dating Peter Parker and she's the only person within about a fucking three mile radius that's turned up to this electricity grid. Why would she be there? Surely there has to be a moment where he looks at her before he says that weird line and then back to spider You're cheating on Spider-Man. Peter with
0: Spider-Man,
2: aren't you? <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> oh, it's the clock tower for you. <laughs> like, like, you don't even have to have him say it. He could just look at her, look back at Spider-Man... And just have that moment on his face of, you cheeky motherfucker. You yeah. said you were going to talk to Spider-Man.
0: It, like, it, it, it's resolved because it needs to be resolved for the movie to continue. They're just like, ah, yeah, it's fine. No one will realize that. It's, it's also brutal how Gwen dies. Dude, uh, yeah, I will say, like, that is, for a PG-13, which I think this movie mm-hmm. is, it's quite a brutal death, like... She hits the ground and bounces.
2: Did, no, I don't know if she... I think he gets her just before, but her head flings back and smashes against the ground.
0: I thought she full-on all of her hit the ground. No, she, no, he I... I, her d- at the last second.
2: I think he gets her about an inch before the ground but the velocity of like gravity drags her legs and her head down life. and just snaps it into the ground and then she dies
0: It is grim. How do you feel about the web being a little hand reaching it?
2: I don't mind that. I think that's <laughs> kind of nice
0: <laughs> It's symbolic and such.
2: It's Look I don't mind the web's turning into a hand In In like a better movie I don't think that shat on nearly as much. I think people are just shitting on a lot of things in this movie because a lot of it doesn't make any sense but stuff like that is fine I, really, I mean, I,
0: even looking back at it in this review and even after everything i've said i still look back and i'm like is it that bad <laughs> but it's when it's all together and you're watching it over the course of 140 odd minutes That you realise, this is not worth my time. I'm telling
2: you, it's the pizza. It's loads of really pepperoni, fucking ham, a little bit of chicken. That's fucking great stuff.
0: And if you're hungry, it sounds
2: amazing. Yeah, but like, and then when you start talking about it, you're like... Yeah, that's about a good one. No, that's not. That twenty-minute stretch is quite bad. Oh, that ten-minute stretch is also quite bad. Yeah, that might be punctuated
0: by scenes that are two minutes long that are excellent.
2: Yeah, the two-minute scenes are really good whenever it has like character moments. Yeah, and then it goes back to weird plots, and it has four plots running concurrently.
0: And it feels like you're clocking back in for a shift at the bullshit (laughs) factory.
2: Whenever Dead the hand pops up, I'm like, Oh, Dead." I don't care. Uh, I, don't I know care you were the hot new dying. thing
0: back in twenty fourteen, but Jesus. Like, Jesus. You're, it's poor like,
2: like Chronicle's just have pretty electro. good.
0: <laughs> Sorry? Chronicle, these yeah, I mean he's
2: good in Chronicle, fair folks to him, but like it's, I mean, it's fine. I just it's Nothing. I don't want to feel like like even the scene in the big chase in Oscorp when um Uh, Gwen's trying to get out of there and she falls over and Peter drags her into the wardrobe closet. That's about a 90 second scene of just the two of them and the previous seven minutes why it stands out is the previous seven minutes are so incredibly boring of all of the other dumb storylines that we're following at that exact moment with fucking um, Green Goblin about to die. And then you also have his dad's conspiracy weird train thing and all yeah. that stuff happens in the previous 10 minutes. And then you have that one 90 second scene where you have two characters that we like Gwen Stacy, played by Emma Stone, and Andrew Carpenter playing Peter Parker in a wardrobe, improvising their weird fucking unnatural chemistry that is just outrageous. And you're like, I like this movie again. (laughs) It's pretty
0: fun. This has pulled me back in. This has brought the scale right back up. (laughs) And
2: then they leave the wardrobe and it goes back to being,
0: oh, this is not great. And then there's a whole thing of like Harry's being ousted from his company and all this (laughs) kind of shit. You're not your father. No one's going to (laughs) remember you also you're uh, definitely I'm, sick
2: <laughs> I just I don't care I don't care I, and the weird scientist experimenting on Jamie Foxx and he's like you are yeah. down in my basement and you're like okay fine why is this here
0: What what is any of this like what are I don't, we doing I don't, I don't know what we're doing with it um, Electro Electro is somehow a better villain than Green Goblin in this movie Which doesn't make sense Because Green Goblin We know nothing about him He just shows up And he becomes Green Goblin Because he has to To sell toys Yeah That suit I fucking hate it so much
2: Oh yeah it's real dumb It's a real bad suit It's really Um, dumb And and it's only made worse By No Way Home Then coming out Being like Oh the 2001 version Still looks way cooler
0: Yeah And here's an even Cooler version of that Yeah Like when he just has the goggles And like the scarf Wrapped around him Outstanding work
2: I don't. It's just a lot of also a lot of Dutch tilts, <laughs> which is weird.
0: Yeah, that, that it's it's like Thor <laughs> level of Dutch tilt. Could you describe yeah, what a Dutch tilt is? Dutch tilt is when you take the camera and you tilt it, um, which means like you slant the frame by like. 30 the characters degrees are or uneasy. Or so. Something's yeah. not right. It indicates that something is wrong because it's very rare for those kind of lines to appear in nature. But I have to be brain. honest with
2: you. Every second scene in this movie has a bit of a dutch tilt. It's like Star Trek Into Darkness kind of level of dutch tilt. Yeah. And if every scene has a dutch tilt, it kind of loses a lot of its luster because everyone's uneasy at all
0: that times. that kind of stuff was done in a lot of early comic book movies to make it feel like a comic book. But yeah. I feel by 2014, like, we'd gotten past that quite a bit.
2: Like, it's, it's non-stop. It, for the first hour, it's non-stop. Everything's being tilted slightly, like, all the time. Even the scene that we loved with Sally Fields and Andrew Garfield, where he's like, oh, you're my, I'm your nephew, you're my, my aunt or whatever. Yeah. And, like, they're having this, and they're having this big, lovely scene. Like... At the start of that scene, the camera starts tilting because he's uneasy about something.
0: It's like the nineteen tilt. Look, what I'll say is it's intentional, Connor. <laughs> it's a choice that they made. They went for it. That's what they did. It's just mad that that was allowed through the studio, and like the the studio had no notes on it. But then they were just like, "No, we should make Max funny at the start." <laughs>
2: <laughs> the the effects are great Is what yeah. I would say uh, Effects are really really good The CGI is really strong And this suit I mean the suit is fucking beautiful uh, There's great, great photos facts,
0: uh, of uh, Andrew Garfield Playing basketball Around town in the suit with kids like, Sorry? There's photos of Andrew Garfield oh, like, yeah, Behind yeah, the yeah. scenes playing basketball With like local kids And
2: it's just gorgeous Whoever it's, designed that suit deserves an Oscar
0: Yeah like it's it's I I genuinely think it's the best one.
2: It's like it's just absolutely just. Yeah, I genuinely think whoever made that suit should have been nominated for an Oscar that year for a costume design, but they definitely weren't because it's such a bad movie. But like, it's it's the suit that's so good that you kind of have to be like, okay, well look, that's good enough to be put in. Yeah, I just <sighs> with his the whole storyline of his dad, the whole storyline of Green Goblin, dra- it just weighs it. It's like. It's like having Michael Phelps swimming, but then strapping two tons of fucking weights to his ankles, and you're like, they're trying to carry it with Gwen and Peter, but it's not being
0: able to be, like, rise to the surface. No, it's like they can only do so much with what they've been dealt. Like, they can't save it alone. It needs to be a better script, a better layout better I'm, I'm not even going to say better directing because I think it's directed fine
2: I it's, think it's directed exactly how sony wanted it directed rather than how mark Webb wanted
0: it directed yeah I would love to say it doesn't exist and I we shouldn't ask the mark say, Webb the web cut the web cut like it would the web <laughs> Release series. the web cut.
2: just every time a studios like we want to set up seven more movies put it in this
0: movie it never works it's never worked there's never been an example where that's been the case. Like, and the two
2: times it works the least is when you have the two most charismatic leads you have in Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, and yeah. you had Andrew Garfield and the Stone and this, and it still doesn't work. Like, it doesn't matter how much people like your leads, if you spend a lot of the movie pitching a movie that isn't going to happen for five years, they
0: don't give a shit. No, and I think, like, if you had even just spent, like, Jane DeHaan could be in this movie. But have him decide to become Green Goblin at the end. Set up. That's very Spider
2: Man too, by the
0: way. Uh, just look, <laughs> well. well, what are we? All the Spider Man movies try and imitate each other, though.
2: And like, yeah, just have Electro kill Gwen if you want to kill Gwen. Um, I obviously am heartbroken that, that like that character that we like is dead because like, yeah. I only like three people in
0: this. So. True, but uh, but also, wouldn't it be mad? Don't kill Gwen. Take a fucking <laughs> risk.
2: Have her say. Have him save her at the end. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then I don't know, M- or have him choose between Gwen and Aunt May or some shit like that. Okay,
2: like, that's that's a bit more sinister. Now you're getting a bit more sinister. I would it's, say it's, it's Just have him save Gwen. 4 That's
0: what I that the thing. And the
2: the end of the movie is them going to England.
0: <laughs> yes, together.
2: Because the problem is, we're out rewriting. They didn't know this was the last movie because they were like, oh, we got another seven lined
0: up. We've got it. We've got, yeah, we've got heaps of films to work what this been,
2: This movie made 700 million dollars. That's too much. It's, it's a lot of money. They how only spent 200
0: to, how much on is, it. Oh, it's a 200? That's as, nearly as much as Secret Invasion cost.
2: That's a lot of money to then stop doing movies.
0: But yeah, I think it was a combination of this didn't get critically a very good reception and then the big... Hack happened.
2: Yeah, the big hack happened. And they got fucking mocked
0: online. Yeah. So I think that just was the final nail in the coffin.
2: I think that's the end of this review, You've any dad.
0: No, I think that, like, uh, there's only so many times I can say I don't believe how they fucked this up because on paper everything should work. Mm. But I'm glad we talked do- about it because now we never have to talk about it again.
2: And it does make that one scene
0: where he catches Zendaya's MJ of, pff,
2: that much better. Yeah, No Way Home
0: somehow makes this a better film.
2: <laughs> it's annoying. It's annoying that No Way Home has done that because Andrew Garfield is so good in that film yeah. that he's like, when he's like, I stop pulling my punches, as I've already mentioned, and that acting, I'm like, I want to see that movie. That's a really good and movie. And we'll
0: never get it. We'll never we'll get, never that get that it. Oh,
2: never, ever again. But that's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Do you want to take us out, Sean?
0: Yeah. Is it a... The, the, we should have decided this earlier. Is it like a... <laughs> Patreon outro or is it like a regular show? Patreon
2: outro? outro for anyone, if this is a movie, if this is your first episode and you haven't been to the Patreon, it's mostly just us saying, alright, talk to you after. Oh, yeah, alright, see
0: you around, lads, thanks for being here. a bit more here.
2: formal exit on the old Movie Mondays. That's I'd say true. go formal, formal. but uh, Patreons, just stop listening. Just
0: yeah patrons you don't need this it's fine it's grad uh, you're grad right <laughs> <clears throat> and the one and thank you everybody for listening <laughs> to this episode of movie mondays we'll be back on wednesday with weird news wednesday friday with hero or zero and then next month with another edition of movie mondays big thank you to all of our wonderful patrons patreon.com forward slash heroes for higher podcast link to that in the description you do get extra movie reviews over there this month you do get the extra q a that's coming up so do be sure to send in questions for that as well uh, and we do have the hangout coming up as we said on the 14th so heaps going on this month on the Patreon you also get a shout out on the show Patrons, uh thank you very much so Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Komatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, secretly Ed Sheeran Don't Tell Anyone, David Clark, Sean Chuck it In The Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson Dominic, Anna Irish Waller's Forever Hill Moose Danny McLaughlin, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine are renting a human sized hamster wheel to see all the ocean ghosts, Russ just working out how to gaslight Lord Vance and exploit their natural sense of honour and justice parfit. Jackson Bruheim totally understands if Sean and Connor need to take a break and mourn the death of the El Muerto movie. Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsley subscribed to the Patreon, Kira Lawler, Abs Kebabs, Judge Lahey, and Killian Cronin.
2: There's our one piece of movie news for the month, by the way. El Muerto's no longer.
0: El Muerto, (laughs) dead in more ways than one, let me tell you. (laughs) Ironic. Ironic, because his name, you see, means. Ah, I get it. You get it. You've heard jokes before. Uh, But no, thank you to everyone over there. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone over there Who supports us uh, Head on over there If you want to do it There's also the merch store Here's for hire.ie Forward slash shop If you want to support us that way Twitter's at Here's for Hire the four Is the number four Facebook is Detective Development's Discussion group Instagram is Here's for higher podcast And the best way To ever help out the show Is to tell one human being That we exist Just the one please And I think that's about it Connor. I think so So I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Meehan And we shall see you all Next week guys Next month Next month Bye Conor. Bye <laughs> Bye Bye